You are now listening to The Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Jet Stream. We're back. Finally, after a long, extended summer, uh, well, not extended, but you know, it's the summer, not a lot that was going on, um, but we are officially back because the Jets are back. Training camp is here. Uh, your 2019 Jets have gotten started with training camp and practice, and obviously, you know, we got some thoughts on it, and here to give me his thoughts for the first episode of the 2019 season, Connor Sheeran, how we doing, my man? I am doing great, Jesse. Football is back, well, almost back. Jets, for the first time in what feels like forever, and I feel like we say this every single year, there's reason to be optimistic, and uh, all we can hope for is that the good news we've been hearing from training camp, tra- like transitions, transfers into the season well. But, yeah, yeah. There's right. been a and there's been there's been a lot of good news coming out of training camp. Whether it's Sam Darnold looking really sharp, um, or it's a, a new addition to the offensive line. I think that's where we should start. Uh, the Jets signed Ryan Khalil. The New York Jets convinced a former All Pro to come out of retirement. And if you if you thought that that was ever going to happen. Uh, you'd be lying to yourself. Uh, Connor, I know that you're very excited about this, as am I. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the Jets signing Ryan Khalil. Um, you know, they, they missed out on Matt Paratus on, in the offseason at center, um, and he went to the Panthers, and so the Jets decided to sign the former Carolina Panther All-Pro center himself, Ryan Khalil. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, it was a severely needed move. You know, it's I think no, no Jet fan – was comfortable really going into the season with Jonathan Harrison starting at center. Right. It was a fat, it was something that we just had to kind of, you know, live with. Obviously they couldn't do it again with Spencer long because that guy was going to get Sam Darnold killed at some point oh, during yeah. the course of last season. And when Harrison stepped in for long, it was a, an improvement, but it wasn't really saying much. So the Khalil signing caught every single one of us off guard I don't even think there was, I mean, unless I missed something, I don't think there was a, a rumor or a murmur that something like this was even happening. And it is a big time move, big time first move by the mountain himself, by Joe Douglas as GM of the Jets. And it is more than welcome. Yeah, not even a peep. I, I don't think anybody knew this was going to happen. I mean, this was an absolute stunner of a move. Um, center was the, the biggest hole on the Jets offensive line uh, going into the into the offseason and coming into training camp as well because they just didn't address the position at all. Mike McCagnan didn't sign anybody during the offseason when he was still in control and he didn't draft anybody uh, either to be play center. So I guess they were just going to go in with Jonathan Harrison, who's, you know, he's a versatile guy who can play multiple positions on the offensive line, but he's not the guy that you want under center, or I guess at the center, um, right. you know, uh, position being the guy that's going to be, you know, making the protections that'll keep Sam Darnold safe. And now you bring in a guy who has played in a lot of big games. He's played in a Super Bowl. He's a former two-time All-Pro, uh, multiple Pro Bowls. 
Uh, and, and he's a guy that's going to really, really help Sam Darnold develop. You know, this is, this is a, you know, people, fans, for some reason, they really just don't care about the center position. It's probably the least sexy position in all really, of football. Really, any position on the off- offensive line, really. It's, you know, yeah, but you I mean, t- like, they've made movies about left tackles. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, like, they literally made an Oscar like nominated movie about a left tackle. <laughs> right, you know. <laughs> but like center, no one cares about the center, but also Jets fans haven't really had to deal with like the center being an issue for a long time because they had Nick Mangold. Before that, they had Kevin Mawai, you know. So it, this this wasn't like this wasn't something we were used to. And right. all of a sudden Nick Mangold retires, and you start 2019. That was like three years ago. And now, three years later, you've gone through three different centers, and Jonathan Harrison is just not the guy that you want with your with your second-year quarterback, potentially franchise quarterback. Right. Um, you know, Khalil is going to be a big boost to this offense. They've been talking about it at uh, different press conferences after training camp uh, practices throughout the week. And, I, you know, I mean, obviously Sam Darnold's excited. Joe Douglas – I mean, what a way to start your uh, seriously start your tenure like, with the Jets, right? It's like if he if he had gotten Trent Williams, it would have been like, yeah, like all right, like great first move. He literally pulled a dude out of retirement after talking to him for like six, what was it, like six seven weeks, trying to get him to come, and he yeah he pulled a guy out of retirement to come play center for the New York Jets. Like it's not even like he was pulling out of retirement to go play for a contender, like, yeah. Their well, Jets aren't Jets are no. are looking like they're gonna be better. They're not playing for the Super Bowl this year. No, not so <laughs> like it, it says a lot about how good Joe Douglas must be at uh, you know negotiating or just working with people. Yeah, so. I mean, they gave him. I think it was one year, like eight point four million dollar yeah. contract. You know, that's fine. It's a big you payday, know? but yeah, it a was, lot of inc- yeah. a lot of incentives. You know, um, you know if he stays healthy and whatnot. I mean, he played sixteen right. games last year. He was a little hurt, but then he missed a bunch of the year two years before. Um, but I mean, everybody, like I was saying, everyone's really excited. Gay said he's fired up. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, you know, said similar things. He's heard great things about Khalil. They both went to USC, and that's a big reason why yep. uh, Khalil decided to sign with the Jets because he loves what he's seen from Sam Darnold. And you know, at a certain point, I mean, I have a lot of friends who just aren't believers yet in Sam Darnold, but Same. actual football people seem to be believers in this guy. Yeah, and I I know I'm a believer. I know you're a believer and big time and everybody that knows anything about football knows if you get to sit back and watch as a young quarterback, it, it helps you a lot. And yeah. that's what he got to do last year. Uh, all I've been hearing throughout the entirety of this off season is how big that three, four game stretch was when Darnold got hurt. And now he's, mm. he was able to watch uh, Josh McCown and he'll be ready to go. And now he gets a, a stud center to sure up that offensive line. Um, but as soon as they do get this center, Ryan Khalil, um, Sam loses his left tackle. Uh, yeah. Kelvin Beecham went down with an injury, um, and he's been injury-prone throughout his career. There's not a lot of depth on the offensive line for the Jets or really anywhere on the roster, to be honest. This is not a very deep team. There's t- a lot of talent at the starting positions, but when it comes to the, the, the depth, it's not that great. And so, I mean, you're having uh, Chuma Adoga, I believe his name is, the yeah. third-round pick, uh, McCagnon's third-round pick from this past season. 
uh, filling in at left tackle right now, and he's been like, I mean, he's not what you want to go into the season with. No. So my question to you is, um, there's a guy out in in, in Washington in the uh, in the uh, on the Redskins, and he's not very happy right now. He's their left tackle, and Trent Williams. No, and I think, and he kind of has good reason to not be happy. You know? Yeah, I mean, he basically <laughs> said, uh, you know, either you fire the training staff or I'm not playing. Um, which is, I mean, uh, that's not a very I think that's not common. You don't no. usually this is like a holdout situation concerns money, but it just doesn't have anything to do with money. Um, yeah. uh, he, he's just really upset with the, the training staff in Washington and he might be available. And what we just saw with Joe Douglas, clearly he's a pretty good negotiator. If he was able to convince uh, Khalil to come out of retirement. So do you think the Jets should use draft capital or just in trade trade capital in general uh, to go out and get Trent Williams and sure up left tackle? Or do you think they should maybe focus on other positions uh, that they need to address, maybe like the secondary? I think if they're going to start using trade, you know, like you said, trade capital, I think it's worth going after uh, – it's worth going after Williams – um, the Jets secondary is, I mean, they're, they're, they're a train wreck. They're an absolute travesty. They're, they're, it's going to be a rough year for past defense Jets wise. The only person that I'm even remotely confident in, and he's not even that even strong in pass coverage is Jamal Adams. He's gotten better. He got better last year, but I mean, his rookie season, he wasn't great at it, but right. he's the only He's one of the few people on the team I'm confident in, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, I would rather... Since he is the future, Le'Veon Bell is the new prize. He's the new gem of the Jets. I would rather them look at the offensive line rather than uh, the secondary if they're, gonna, if they're thinking about doing uh, a trade to try to improve one of the two areas. Well, I mean, the offensive line, I mean, Beecham's only going to be up for a few days, but it's yeah. still him being out in general in training camp. Just you kind of really notice how thin they are at offensive line. I think right. that they're better suited to go after a secondary option, uh, somebody in the secondary. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Brian Poole has been solid in camp from what I've been reading. Um, you know, I keep on seeing comparisons to Charles Tillman with how he attacks the football, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which I love. I love hearing those comparisons, but he also just isn't Peanut Tillman, you know? Right, exactly. Um, and he, he's the slot corner. I mean, he has to be better than Buster Screen. Anybody can be better than Buster Screen. Um, but Tremaine Johnson. Has to. Yeah, Tremaine Johnson has been up and down in camp so far. Uh, there's been plays where you know, they, all the beat writers have been live tweeting, uh, which has been great, and I love it. I love them for that. Um, yeah. I've, I've seen plays where I've seen, I've seen tweets where they go, wow, great <clears> play by Tremaine Johnson. You know, picked off Darnold. I think he's picked him off twice. Um, yeah. which has been the only two interceptions that Sam's thrown, which is encouraging. You know, right. I mean, he had his best season of his career under Greg Williams when he was with the Rams three or four years ago. Um, is he still the same player? Probably not. No, most likely, most likely not. Um, mm-hmm. But if they're going to be, if there's going to be a recovery uh, by him or a renaissance by him, it's going to be under Greg Williams. Other than that, I mean, you're, you're looking at Daryl Roberts, Perry Nickerson, um, it, it's not exactly uh, a deep secondary at all. Like you said, it, it's it's a it's it's going to look like a train wreck most likely. Um, yeah, I think they're better suited to go after 
somebody like a, a sec, somebody anybody out there that's available that they could potentially throw into that that CB2 slot cuz they're going to have Kermaine Johnson. They're paying him too much to not have him shadow the best receivers. I mean, unless yeah, of course. unless whoever they get just steps up and is just way better, but um I I think that I'd love to I'd love to get Trent Williams. I, I would love to get him. He's a, he's a really mm-hmm. solid left tackle, but I think that they're better suited to you know try and find somebody out there, um, a team maybe that has a lot of depth like the Eagles, you know, um, right? Maybe try and get somebody from them secondary wise. Try and sure up the secondary. Obviously, Joe is a lot of uh, goodwill. With the Eagles, because right. that's where he just came from, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, he helped build I, and, that team. And you know so. what? Yeah, and you know what? I, I mean, I have I, after getting Khalil out of retirement, I have a lot of faith already in Joe Douglas, and he's definitely already yeah, cooking, I mean, he's definitely already cooking something up to try and address this secondary. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm hoping that he that he does something in that regard. All right. Uh, so you go offensive line. I'd go secondary. Let's move on. Uh, training camp. They've been going for about a week and a half now. Um, so far, from what I've been reading, uh, the offense looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, and this is like the first time that I've seen it tweets <laughs> in like years, maybe ever, because Twitter wasn't around the last time. I, I, I don't even the last know. Last time the Jets had a good offense, the Twitter yeah, just it was wasn't like around. Yeah, it was the late 90s when they had like <laughs> yeah. Keyshawn and Vinny, right? Like, <laughs> and Curtis Martin. <laughs> and Curtis Martin. Like, I wouldn't consider like the 2009-2010 offense to be like good. You know, yeah. Mark Sanchez wasn't good. Um, 2015 maybe, but even then it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, right, and I wasn't, like, I wasn't in camp like – Oh yeah, like rubbing my yeah, hands, exactly. super excited about Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, maybe <laughs> I, w- I was definitely excited about. Um, I was definitely excited about you know Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker, but but I haven't been excited about a quarterback like this, you know, maybe ever. Um, so Sam's looked really really good. Uh, I think he went, you know, it was uh, like thirteen of fifteen the other day. Um, mm-hmm. He, I, I keep on seeing tweets over and over again of Sam Darnold's, you know, like three incompletions, two of them were drops. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, or like beautiful pass, like, you know, beautiful. Well, that's a perfect example, talk, like, circling back to the secondary before. It's like, I was saying to, Sandy, to you and some of the other Gotham guys, saying it's like training camp tweets are the ultimate roller coaster ride of emotions because you'll see it's like sam darnold hits beautiful like 40 yard pass to robbie anderson for a touchdown but he right. burns tremaine johnson and it's like all right well i guess i'm happy but like Tremaine's it's also burned. it's also a really bad like indictment <laughs> on the secondary too like tom brady's gonna light these guys up so, um so let me yeah. ask you this you know uh, out of everything that you've seen throughout training camp um whether it's video uh, or tweets out there. What is it? What has you excited the most, and what has you worried the most? And we'll start with uh, excited the most. I mean, the most, the most excited is just is seeing how Sam Darnold and Le'Veon like play together. Like they're like Le'Veon's Instagram post yesterday of like fourteen plus twenty six, and it was just the two of them standing there. And Darnold comments on it and just says they ain't ready or something like that. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, all right, let's come on, like let's get, let's get this show on the road already. Like it's it's that it's I need to see how those two actually perform. Like I think they know how much pressure is on the two of them going into the season. I mean, obviously Darnold knows, you know, he knew that yeah. the second he 
drafted. But and I I think Le'Veon knows too how much he has to prove, not just to this fan base, but to the NFL and football fans at large, given what he did last season and everything. So I think that has me the most excited as far as like, you know, the offense and stuff is concerned. Um, you know, what has me most worried is it's the Jets could have the best offensive line in NFL history. And they would, I would always have me worried if you have someone behind center, you're who's like riding of like our hopes are, like on Sam Darnold, the offensive line, especially like we were just talking about with Beecham going down and stuff. It's just like, that's always going to have me worried. And then defensive side, secondary. Like, I think the Jets have defensive line is going to be, is going to be solid this year between, you know, McClendon, Leonard Williams, Nate Shepard. Yeah. Big baby Q. Uh, his comment about Madden yesterday. Who is going to go play with I'm himself? Di- I'm, I'm dying. Like I love this. I love this guy. I, I love this guy. And then yeah, the linebackers. Obviously, you know they they shelled out the big money for C.J. Mosley, and hopefully this doesn't this isn't like a Tremaine Johnson scenario where it's like right. he got his money and he does not. He's currently not living up to it. One uh, of the guys, and obviously Avery Williamson, um, who they got Avery last Williamson. year, he's, he's he's pretty good. Um, yeah. One guy that I've seen a lot of a uh, lot of noise about has been Blake Cashman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a right inside linebacker uh, out of Minnesota, fifth round pick. Um, you know, he's been making a lot of plays apparently, yep. uh, going going toe to toe with Chris Herndon. Really good in coverage. He's six one, two thirty seven. Um, you know, Minnesota, they always have like these just really scrappy players. Um, and Adam know. Thielen, he's not, he didn't go to University of Minnesota, but he is from Minnesota. He's yeah. one of those guys. He's just like Eric you know, Decker, Minnesota. Eric um, Decker, Minnesota, Golden Gophers. Go right? Gophers. Yeah. So, well, I wouldn't go that far. We don't need to root for the Gophers. Um, but I'll take their players. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I have to agree with both of, uh, both of your, uh, your statements. I think that the secondary is obviously the biggest worry. Um, you know, from everything I've been reading, you know, I, I, I dread seeing those Tremaine Johnson has been, uh, blah, 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 like torched yeah. or whatever. Um, but I also love seeing that Robbie Anderson is, you know, doing the torching and, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of hype about him running significantly, uh, more routes this year. His route tree has, uh, has, has improved. Um, mm-hmm. and you know what else? I I was listening to the radio on the way um, on the way home, and uh, they were doing fantasy sleepers. You know, you know who a national I I forget who it was. Uh, It was a Fox Sports radio host. Um, One of his guys was was our boy Quincy. Oh yeah, you know. I think I just I I really think this offense has a chance to be much better than everybody thinks it's going to be. You know. Jamison Crowder has been really impressive, apparently, in, in camp. Um, and I've always liked him. He just never really like was either able to stay healthy or have a good quarterback in Washington. And I think that Sam Darnold is a lot, lot better than Kirk Cousins. And boy, did we dodge a bullet! <laughs> did, boy, did we dodge Woo! a bullet with with Kirk Cousins? Oh <laughs> man, um, you know. Sometimes you wake up in a cold sweat thinking that the Jets did go with Cousins, and oh, they didn't get Darnold. It's yeah. just like, can you imagine? Uh, oh no, no, no. So. Uh, I think that obviously secondary is an issue, but yeah. the, uh, 
I think it's just it's going to be the tough. Offense. It's going to be this is going to be a year not to put even more pressure on guys like Darnold and Bell and uh, but this is going to be have to this is going to be a year where the offense is really going to have to step up because the secondary just is that bad that the defense is going to you know the pass rush even though it's probably it's improved player wise and skill wise it's still probably not going to be all that there because the secondary just isn't going to be able to help them all that much. Right. So it's going to be, it's, so it's going to be a lot, a lot of it is going to fall on the offense to put up more points than, than they should have to. It's going to have to be like on a weekly basis. They're going to have to be scoring high twenties, low thirties each like week to week. This isn't going to be, this doesn't strike me as a team that's going to be able to pull out wins with, you know, two touchdowns. They're not going to be able to go into the third quarter having kicked yeah, two I mean, field goals. I mean, it's I not think that work. The, I think that the, the front the front seven of this team is going to be really really good, um, and it's just going to be yeah. a lot. I mean, Greg Williams is a really aggressive defensive coordinator. They're going to have to come up with a lot of big plays in the secondary. I think Jamal. I mean, he's one of the best safeties in the NFL, and when mm-hmm. Marcus May is playing, he's really really good as well. Um, they're going to have to rely on Jamal a lot, and I mean, I don't I don't see teams being able to run the ball on the yeah. Jets and I don't Same. I don't see the tight ends really having a, a huge factor against them with with uh with our with our linebackers now um CJ Mosley is really good in coverage Avery Williamson's solid um and then I also mentioned this rookie Jay Blake Cashman if he can play some big minutes for the Jets uh some yeah you know, that would be big for them as well so yeah I mean there is obviously concerns it's a week and a half into training camp um we've had some injuries we've had some some standout guys uh, but overall, this, this is the most excited I've been about a Jets team in a long time. Yeah. Um, and that leads us to preseason week one. Uh, the, the yearly matchup with the crosstown rival New York Giants. Um, we'll get to see Daniel Super Jones. Bowl, baby. Daniel Jones <laughs> in action against, against Daniel Jones. I, I think Sam will play like a series or two. Um, I th- I say probably you know series. um and obviously i, I just can't I, I i have no idea if Le'Veon's even gonna play um i, got, I hope he doesn't yeah i don't yeah, i don't need it. to see him everybody knows what he can do exactly. um you know but, but i can't wait to watch can't wait. sam i can't wait to watch robbie see what he's been doing <laughs> i think that this offense is going to be fun to watch this year um i'm more, ex- I'm more excited really just to, for the receivers to be yeah. honest because there's a bunch of them and uh, you know, obviously we know guys like Robbie and Quincy and Crowder. They're obviously all locks on being on the team, but the rest of these guys that are, are kind of like all on the cusp. I really want to see Deontay Burnett. You know, I don't know. I, I have like a they strong Bell- feeling because Bellamy, Arnold, yeah, yeah, and they Bellamy, still, yeah. They still have Jerome Peak. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the man who just like, keeps like scratching and clawing is the yeah. way to get her roster. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I respect it. Uh, I know, you know, you yeah, have to. Deontay Burnett, obviously. Um, and Arnold have a the yeah, UFC, yeah. UFC connection. Yeah, and then yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see Ty Montgomery. We'll see if he, if he has anything left. Um, see yeah, Bilal. Man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see our boy Bilal. Love God, to see I that. Really, I, I, that. That I. I don't even need him to be like anywhere near the skill level we know he was at before he got hurt. I just need to know that he's not like he needs to make the team. I, I he, need him. I need him I, on the team. I need him to make the team. Like yeah. I, I just need him on the team. Like the Jets have five running backs. I want to say on the roster at the moment. It's Le'Veon, Ty, Bilal, and Elijah. 
and I don't know. I don't know who else they have at training camp. Um, Trent, Trent Cannon, Trent yeah, Cannon, Trent. but he's he's more of a he's he's special teams at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if, it's a matter of. I think as far as he's concerned, it'll be a matter of how, like how many players they want to keep at each position. If Trent, because Trent Cannon's going to be a special teams guy, yeah. So it's like if they think they have a spot to spare, then whether or not he makes the team. One thing I, I, I want to really keep an eye on this preseason game is uh, Chandler Cannizzaro. Um, because all I've been seeing on online is him missing kick after kick. Yeah. And I don't want to have to go through a season where we go seven and nine instead of nine and seven because we miss field goals. Exactly. Um, or extra points for that matter. Yeah. And man, having a good kicker is so important. Um, it's another one of those positions that you just don't, you don't realize how important it is. Until you like, miss those kicks. Until, until, until you get into a double doink situation like the Bears did last year. We didn't, we didn't realize else. how good we had it with Nick Folk. Yeah. Or, or Jason Myers last season, apparently. Yeah. We have all the cap space in the world. We don't want to pay a kicker. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's another thing. I don't know what McCagnan was thinking. Um, like, we had a Pro kick. Bowl kicker. You got to keep him. Uh, but maybe, got, maybe, he, like, maybe he thought that he was going to come back down to earth. Yeah, Andre Roberts. Isn't he on the Bills now? On the Bills now. Like, yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. He is going. Uh, I making a prediction now. The two games that the the Bills play the Jets, he is. I would say he's he's good for at least two punt slash kick return for touchdowns. It's just it's it's just something that's written in the stars because it's the it's, Jets. It's Brad Smith all over again. Exactly. Perfect comparison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Brad Smith all over again. So yeah, I'm I'm worried about Chandler Canzaro. Um, I really hope that. He figures it out, or Joe Douglas finds somebody. Like, go to Australia mm-hmm. or something. Find a kicker. Yeah, find me. Get a one kicker. of these guys, these trick shot guys, off of YouTube. Yeah, you know, like we, need, we need we need somebody. <laughs> Let's um, mix it up a little bit. Yeah, we need somebody. So, all right, that I think that's uh, that's all I got for this Giants game. I mean, it's preseason. Mm-hmm. It's week one of preseason. It's we're not going to see anything uh, too crazy. Yeah. I mean, I I don't really care about how Davis Webb or Trevor Simeon does, or even Luke Falk. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there are some rookies that I want to see, uh, mm-hmm. you know, play well. Um, I, I'll I'd be like interested to see, to see how much how much Quinnen plays because he's been doing most of his a lot of his reps have been with the second team. Yeah, and so he'll I'll play be a lot. Much, um, yeah, I think he'll he'll he's gonna he'll see some decent amount of time. And I want to see Jakai Polite. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see how he does. Absolutely, he's been doing a lot of third team, kind of starting to get into the second team. Um, He's a third-round pick out of Florida who would have been a first-round pick if uh, he interviewed better. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so hopefully hopefully, he uh, he plays well against the Giants. I believe it's on Thursday, right? Or is it yeah, when? Thursday night. Yeah. Thursday. Um, it's the 8th. So, I be- yeah, that's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. Yeah. Um, and this will be released on a Monday. So if you're listening to this, it is Monday. Um, or it could be Tuesday or Wednesday. Or it could be Wednesday. Uh, or yeah. it could be whenever. It could be any of those days. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I think that's all for the Jet stream this week. Thank you very much for listening. Connor, any last words? Go Jets. Go Jets, baby. <laughs> Huge thanks to Connor for coming on the podcast this week. That is it for us, you guys. You can find myself on Twitter at jfinversports 12 If you want to find Connor, you can find him at the NJ Mick. For any other Gotham Sports Network content, you can go to GothamSN.com. You can go to our Twitter at GothamSN. 
Uh, and if you want to listen to this podcast or any of our other podcasts, you can go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Search Gotham Sports Network. You'll be able to find us there. Once again, thanks for tuning in. We'll have plenty more content throughout the rest of preseason and this upcoming regular season and maybe even the playoffs. Who knows? Hopefully we'll have some other Gotham Sports Network writers and personalities and we'll get some beat writers for the Jets as well as other Jets personalities from throughout the Twitter sphere and internet. Uh, Once again, thanks for tuning in and we'll be back next week with another edition of the Jets Stream. Peace.